I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Is this your first time being on a podcast? So this is my second time being on a podcast. Ooh, what was the first one? My college roommate right after school started his own podcast. He used to be a dancer but stopped after high school mm. throughout college he came to all of my performances. He like knew everything that was happening. So to be interviewed by somebody who also had like such keen insight into my world was really cool. Well, this is going to be the exact opposite of that experience because I have zero insight into your world. But of course, Patrick, we're not here to talk about your roommate's uh, old podcast, but we're here to talk about something else. Do you know what that thing is? I think I might. Cats. Cats. Let's talk about cats. Okay, this is another episode of Let's Talk About Cats. I'm noted cat lady Mary Phillips Sandy. My cat is Grendel. She is sleeping right now. And my guest today is a member of the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater Company, just joined this year, um, and previously danced with the Mark Morris Dance Group, Cedar Lake Contemporary Ballet, and Jessica Lang Dance. It's Patrick Coker. Oh. You're an incredibly accomplished dancer for someone who just graduated in 2014. Oh, well, thank you. You also received a scholarship from the American Ballet Theater. And you have your BFA from the Ailey Fordham program here in New York. Yes. I mean, I always say, well, we're not going to talk about this thing, but mm -hmm. I'm actually really fascinated by this. So we are going to talk about that. Great. But we are also going to talk about your cat, Marnie, who I know you're excited about. Can you introduce us to Marnie with a five-word memoir? Playful Batwoman Becomes Morning Cuddle Monster. Batwoman. Batwoman. She is Batwoman. Mysterious. Exciting. I like we have it. a story behind that that I can, we can get to later. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Great. That's good. That's good. Anticipation. Keep listening, everybody. All right. But of course, now it is time for the cat quiz. Today's cat quiz, how much do you know about cats and dancing? Not a lot. Well, we'll find out. Here's how it works. There are going to be five questions. You cannot say, I don't know. You have to give me an answer. There's no time limit, but you have to be kind of quick with it. There's a prize at stake. Are you okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. Question number one. Anna Pavlova and Fred Astaire, of course, both extraordinary dancers, but that's not all they had in common. They also had cats. In fact, they had the same breed of cat. Which breed of cat did Anna and Fred have? Let's say American Shorthair. I can't give it to you. Siamese. Oh, wow. Very graceful, very elegant. You can see Fred Astaire with a Siamese, right? You can, actually, if you Google it. Okay, question number two. The 1997 animated musical Cats Don't Dance featured the voices of Scott Bakula and Jasmine Guy. Which Hollywood icon consulted on the choreography right before his death in 1996, making this his last film project ever? Gene Kelly. Correct. It's Gene Kelly. That's right. Question number three. Margot Fontaine, great ballerina, danced the role of a kitten in Roland Petit's 1948 ballet Les Demoiselles de la Nuit. On the eve of its premiere, Margot refused to wear the cat mask that she was given by the show's costumer. This upset the costumer so much, she threatened to do what to the theater? 
burn it down. Correct, burn it down. That's right, that's right. She got so upset, she threatened to burn it down. Uh, people had to intervene, but Margot ended up going on stage in the mask. You don't you don't pick a fight with a costumer, do you? No. No. Number one rule. Okay, question number four. The simple but popular cat toy began when its inventor brought a thin piece of scrap metal home from his factory job and waved it at his cats, Jake and Elwood. What toy was it? Like a little... Uh cat stick <laughs> um i can't give you cat stick it's the cat dancer wow cat dancer well you see it's a cat dancing quiz so okay final question you're doing great in 1999 a new zealand humorist published a book called dancing with cats it claimed to celebrate an actual practice that is the practice of dancing with cats it was a joke but many people thought that it was for real including which satirical news show that devoted a segment to it saturday night live the daily show oh okay Patrick, you win the cat quiz. Tell we the people what that. I'm handing you. Oh, it's a book, Dancing with Cats. It is the book, Dancing with Cats. I believe this oh is the gosh. reissue in hardcover. This is so sweet. And as you can see, it's full of photographs of people dancing with cats. Perhaps something you can try at home with Marnie. Wow, this, this is really incredible. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so here's the story I want to tell you about this book. Okay. When I was researching this quiz, I was thinking, well, is there a question I can do about that book specifically? And I found the old Daily Show segment, which is really funny. They sent a correspondent to interview the author, and she actually ends up going to a dance studio in San Francisco where these people are teaching a class in cat dancing, and she participates in it. But I thought, I can't tell. Were they in on the joke? So I did more digging, and the author of the book, Burton Silver, told a New Zealand newspaper that basically he'd pulled a fast one on The Daily Show. They had no idea. They thought he was serious about this book. So then I was like, how could that happen? Mm -hmm. So I emailed the producer of the segment, <laughs> and I was like, what happened? And she was kind of vague in her answer, but she forwarded my question on to the correspondent, Stacy Grenrock. And Stacy was like, yeah, I thought it was for real. I thought this guy was serious about cat dancing. And I'm pretty sure that those people in that dance studio also were taking it seriously. Wow. But obviously, I'm not just going to leave it there, am I? No, 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 no. Because what if the people in the dance studio were in on the joke and they were part of the hoax? Do you see where I'm going? Mm-hmm. So I reach out to one of the people in the dance studio, who I was able to track down, and I was like, look, I have a feeling that you might have been in cahoots with Burton Silver. Is this true? Guess what? It's true. The dance studio is in on it, too. They all conspired to trick people, including The Daily Show. Wow. But it just goes to show that, like, if something seems too good to be true, like a book about dancing with cats, you know. Right. I have to ask, though, as a professional dancer, could it be true? Maybe we could revive Dancing with Cats as a real thing? I mean, there's just no bounds to movement. None? In terms of like what, what you can explore with it. You don't necessarily know what the outcome will be. Right. But you can try it. Yes. With your cat. Right. All right. Well, so I guess maybe, you know, later in your career, this is something to think about if you want to yeah. open your own studio. Well, I mean, Marnie is so physical. She's so active. And, like, there's so much of her that I'm like, oh, it's so similar to what we do all day dancing. So you have your muse, as yes. it were. Body language, body expression. So You know, like, how can you mess up dancing with a cat? I messed up my ballet class when I was eight years old. I could never do it right. But I feel like dancing with a cat, it's like there's no wrongs. Well, 
at the level now that I've reached with dance where it's my profession, I get paid to do it. There are wrongs. Oh, yes. Right. But <laughs> but it's interesting, though, with dance in general, though, I feel like at weddings, different social events, people are like, I'm not a good dancer. I'm like, what do you mean? You have a body. However you want to express yourself, there's no right or wrong, you know, so I feel like adding a cat to the equation maybe would make people feel well there is no right or nervous right there is no right or wrong but there are photos that can live on the internet forever yes that is true let's talk about cats and boredom it's true cats just like people can get bored especially if they live indoors they don't get a lot of physical activity maybe they spend their time alone when you're at work or at school And just like people, cats who don't get enough physical and mental stimulation are at higher risk for diabetes, depression, lethargy, problematic behaviors like peeing on stuff and destroying furniture. Keeping your cat mentally engaged and physically active is easy with Cat Amazing's interactive treat hunt puzzles and modular condos. I've had their sliders puzzle at home for a few weeks now. It comes with additional inner levels so you can customize it, give your cat new challenges, Grendel loves this thing. I just added a new level the other day. You know, I got to keep her on her toes. It's very simple. You drop a few of your cat's favorite treats or toys into the puzzle and let them at it. So listen, if you want to spice up your cat's life while helping them stay healthy and happy, go to catamazing.com slash cat talk to get 15% off their award-winning puzzles. That's catamazing.com slash cat talk. It's time for my favorite part of the show. They're all my favorite part of the show. I say this all the time. It is, though, my favorite part of the show. Um, We're going to talk about your cat. But first, you are about to make your debut with the Alvin Ailey Dance Company uh, at the New York City Center main stage, which I looked this up. It seats 2,257 people per night. No pressure. What does that feel like? Oh, my gosh. It's a little nerve-wracking, but it's really exciting I feel like I've worked all my life to be at this point where you can perform in in theaters like City Center that seat thousands of people and are just really like incredible venues to say, not just to say, but to experience performing in. And we have a five week long run. So by the end, you know, it'll almost become second nature performing in front of that many people, which is just crazy. Yeah, no, Alvin Ailey is is one of the greatest cultural institutions in New York, I think. And, and you know, it's funny. I was reading about Alvin Ailey in preparation for this uh, podcast and like, what a life that man led. What an incredible story. It was a friend who kind of dragged him to a dance class. You think about what would have happened if that hadn't happened. Did you have someone in your life who was like, Patrick, come on, I think you should try this? Or did you just come up with it yourself? So I have an older brother. Mm -hmm. And when we were much younger, the story is that we were watching Sesame Street and a tap dancer, Savion Glover, was on the show. And my brother looked at my mom and was like, oh, my God, I want to learn how to do that. And the two of us were just so crazy in the house that she was like, yes, anything to get you two out of the house for a little bit. And so she took us both and signed us up for tap class. And I guess that first tap class, I was just a huge ham. Like I would just do things and wait for people to applaud. (laughs) It just really stuck for me then. And so like from then I started doing jazz dancing. They eventually got me into ballet. 
And then it was just a done deal from there. We are going to get to Marnie, I promise. But there's more background that I'm interested in. I know you traveled around a lot as a kid as part of a military family. Yes. So were you able to have a cat growing up or did you just meet cats on the in your travels? So we got Marnie a year ago, my boyfriend and I. And up until then, I had never had a cat in my life. How did you and Marnie meet? You said you and your boyfriend got her. Was it your idea? Was it his idea? So he grew up with lots of cats. Ah. And it was around our like four year anniversary. So we were like, what would be something special to do? You know? <laughs> we sp- yes. The, the four year anniversary present is a cat. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Well, we were just like both of us dance and we both spend a lot of time on the road. And so we were like, you know, we spend a lot of time away from each other. Like, what is something that when we're home would be nice? And he was like, can we get a cat? (laughs) I've never had a cat in my life. Like, that's something I would love to experience. So we went to the animal care center and there was this little kitten. She was like four or five weeks old at the, the time, like so little, just in the corner and right when we were in there, like this woman who volunteered there walked in and had a little Batman shirt. And she put it on Marnie. And it was just the cutest thing ever. And then we just watched her in her little cage. And she was just, she had so much energy. She was just playing with everything. She was so curious. And we were like, that's. That's your cat. That's our cat. Um, did you name her Marnie or did she come named? We named her Marnie. So my boyfriend Joey, he last year was working at the Metropolitan Opera. Oh, wow. He did a couple operas there for the year, and the day that we brought her home was opening of the opera Marnie. I love how casually you're like, yeah, he did a couple operas there. <laughs> <laughs> so so Marnie fits right into your creative performing household. Yes. What has Marnie taught you about dance? What have you learned from watching her? Oh, my gosh. The coolest things watching her is her curiosity is just out of this world. Like, no matter anything that that's brought into the house... She's on it. She has to unpack it. Like, she has to see it. Like, there's just a curiosity there that is just incredible. And I think it's really nice to be reminded of because as a dancer, we're just exploring movement all day in ways that we can do things to give a different feel. Like, it's, it's, it's all creativity and it's all play. And so that's a nice reminder to be like, oh, what else is there? You right. know, always push the envelope in that way. When I think about dance... I think about agility, I think flexibility, strength, confidence, I think cats. So why is it that major dance companies like Ailey refuse to hire cats in the company? <laughs> There's a discipline there that... <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's it. You just you said that's the word then. Uh, Marnie has, has everything, you know. She is so athletic, but I, the one thing that's not there, I feel like... She doesn't want to be told what to do. Right. And I feel like a big part of, of, of being a dancer is just being an open book and letting a choreographer come in and tell you how to be who you are in the work and all of that. So it's a, it's a real mix of sort of unfettered creativity and extreme following the rules. Yes, yes. That's, a, that's an interesting dichotomy. And it's, a, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Every year we have new choreographers come mm-hmm. in, and it's about – Finding that balance of this choreographer, the work that they do, how how can you meet them halfway between who you are and what they want? Wow. Because they don't want somebody who's just going to come in and, and do what they do. Right. They want to see where you can meet in the middle. And I've been dancing for how long? Like, who am I as an artist and where can I meet them 
to create something that will only be seen in this piece, you know? Right. Only It could only exist because you're doing it. Yes, if someone else yes, did yes. it, it would be different. You know, in acting, you have a script. In music, you have sheet music. How do dancers, what is the way of capturing that for dancers? Is that a very dumb question? No, 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 no. That's actually a really intelligent question. And that's where dance gets difficult is we don't have a notation necessarily. Like it's great now that we're in the 21st century and we can film everything. Sure. And that helps a lot. But still, like you'd be surprised how trying to bring a piece back, just having film and then notes on certain counts, it's still very difficult because there's so much room for interpretation in between. Sure. And how you do something is going to be different than how I do it. Or like if I'm doing a role that somebody had done before, how can I do it my way but still make it work within the bigger picture so the people that I'm dancing with know what's going on? It's not like acting where there's just a script where it just carries on. So you have to just really trust that the whole process will bring something new together that will work, even if it's not the same as what it was originally meant to be. Yes. Wow. That's deep, man. (laughs) Do you warm up or practice or go over things at home uh, as you're preparing, say, for a big performance? And if so... Does Marnie enjoy that, or is she frightened? <laughs> I, I tend to not dance in the house. Do you have downstairs neighbors? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. But I, I we do so much of that during the day. All of my preparation at home is more mental. Mm. It's like watching things or, or rolling out or getting in the bath. Oh, getting in the bath is part of your job? Pretty much every night I try and make it a habit to take a bath with Epsom salt. Oh, wow, Because to relax your muscles. Does it does Marnie keep you company when you Yes, do this? she Aww. loves it. It's so funny. So you would say that she is um uh integral to your process? Yes. Yes, okay. When you come home from let's say you had a tough rehearsal. Let's say things didn't go so well for you for whatever reason. Um can she pick up on that? I feel like she's most interested in human interaction and she's most intuitive in the morning. Mm. Um that's why I called her the morning cuddle monster. That's when she wants all of her human interaction. So I feel like when I come home at the end of the day, she has her her space. I have mine. Oh, interesting. Um, how has Marnie changed your relationship with your boyfriend? It's nice. I like she's added a bit of responsibility into our life that I feel like is has been really nice in bringing us together. Yeah, it it, it will do that. It's a it's a shared responsibility, which is a really nice it's thing. Improved our communication skills for sure. Really, like like did you scoop the litter box? No, I thought you were gonna scoop the litter. Box. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you feed her? <laughs> <laughs> I fed her too. Wait a minute, Marnie. Um, my cat Grendel does that all the time. We've taken to leaving the can out. If I feed her, I have to leave the can out because otherwise if I'm in the other room she'll run up to my husband and be like I'm starving to death no one has fed me and he's like oh poor Grendel did Mary not feed you here you go and then she gets a second meal she's very very persuasive and Marnie is very persuasive too so you went to school at Fordham so you're not new to New York you've been here right I've been here since 2010 okay does having a cat change the way you experience the city I think it's really nice, like having Marnie, I'd much rather just go home sometimes than than be out. And and she definitely slows things down in that sense. It's a nice reminder to be like, hey, the city moves a mile a minute, but you don't have to. 
Mm. You know, like you have somebody waiting for you at home. It's such a good feeling. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you just have a really shitty day in the city where everything goes wrong. You know, you get rained on, you miss your train, you're late for something, someone's rude to you for no reason, whatever. But then you get home and your cat's like, I'm so glad you're here. It's a really good feeling. You mentioned that you'd auditioned a few times before and hadn't gotten it. All the times I'd auditioned before, they they would cut it down throughout the day, and then they'd have a certain amount of people at the end, and then they would just announce who got the job. Oh my god! So I never I never felt like I was completely rejected. That's why I always felt like okay, they're they're interested. It's just this is not the right timing. So what did it feel like the day you got the job? Oh my god, it was amazing. This is something that I wanted to happen, and I saw it happening. But until it actually happened, I didn't know if it ever would. And was this before or after you had Marnie? This was after Marnie. I mean, and it was just really nice to go home and be like, okay, I have Marnie to love on and <laughs> this great thing just happened. Like it was very, I, I was on cloud nine for sure. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, what better, what better day than to get your dream job and then go home to a great cat? Yeah. That's the dream. That is the dream. Do you worry about injuries? For yes, yourself, I yes, should clarify. Yes. Or do you worry about injuries for Marnie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do worry about Marnie just because I want her to be healthy. Of and course. she she is all over the place. Like she we have this little bird that we can hang from the door and she can jump like I, like six or seven feet, I feel like. It's just crazy. And so she's all over the place. I'm like, you're gonna break something, but Do you think she has learned this athleticism from living with dancers? Did you I mean maybe she can sense it. No, but she was she was this way from the day we from the day we brought her okay. home. She was all over. Um but so you worry about injuring yourself. I do. This upcoming city center season, that's my biggest concern. I'm not worried about the size of the house and, and the work like that is something I can manage. I'm I'm used to it, but what I'm not used to is five weeks of, of grueling shows and so I just want to stay healthy throughout the whole thing. Sure. And that's where like the baths come in handy, the rolling out, the warming up properly. Right, right. Because one sprained ankle and that could be that could be it. Mm -hmm. If you could have one cat-like quality, any cat-like quality, to add to your repertoire of physical skills, what would it be? I think the agility, the lightness in dance we call, you know, bending your knees a plie. Yes. I d listen. I oh, I did ballet okay, when I was okay, eight okay, years okay, old. Yes, and so the first thing you the first thing you learn in ballet is a plie. Sure. And I've just I've never had a deep plie, and it's always something that I've like wished. I feel like cats have just like a really nice natural natural bend. <laughs> None of your colleagues at Ailey have cats. They're dog people. Um, do they know you're the cat guy? Are you the cat guy of the company? Well, it's hard because I don't... I'm, I'm only a year into having a cat in my life. But I do, talk, I do talk about Marnie a lot, so I guess I am the cat guy. I've just never thought of myself that way. Well, they might be thinking of you that way. No, true. And I mean, <laughs> I, I take pictures of Marnie all the time. I share them all the time. I mean, that's what being a cat person is. I <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's the definition of it. 
if Marnie were to take up professional dancing, do you think she'd do ballet, or would there be some other genre of dance that she'd be more suited for? I just don't think. <laughs> Look, I don't let's think... Set, setting aside the problem of discipline. Right. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank From you, a thank purely you. artistic standpoint, she's a little more free. Like ballet has a little too many boundaries, so mm-hmm. I think I could see her being a great contemporary dancer. I feel like Grendel, and this is surprising me as I say it, but it's just the first thing that came to mind. I feel like she'd be interested in tap dancing. Um, I, I've, I think there's sort of a little bit of the old-timey showgirl in Grendel. Oh, cool. And she also does like to make noise using her body. She likes to throw herself on things or race back and forth along the hallway at terrible hours. You know, our downstairs neighbors are well aware we have a cat. I think that if I could get little tap shoes for her, she'd be really into it. That's awesome. Um, what is something that people get wrong about dance? What's something that people don't understand about it that they should? I feel like people don't understand the commitment that it takes to being a dancer and how hard of an exterior shell you have to have with some of the criticism and the rejection. Criticism not just from your colleagues, but from, say, the New York Times. Right, right. Have you ever gotten a bad review that really hurt you? I feel like recently... Because of, of funding, there hasn't been that much dance reviewing for, for companies that aren't as large as Ailey. Oh, so I feel like there haven't been that many like big reviews for stuff that I've done. So we'll see coming up what reviews come through with Ailey and stuff. Yeah, if you're the New York Times dance critic uh, and you're listening right now, like, be cool, man. Be, <laughs> be cool. cool. Be cool. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody's trying their best. Everybody is trying their best. Um, are there places that you've been in the world where you have either discovered really great dance culture or really great cat culture or both? I feel like because I just got my cat a year ago, I, I never really been thinking of cats in so that you would, way. So you you really were not, you, cats were just not on your radar until... until no, you, no, not at all. So your boyfriend converted you. Yes, Absolutely. Here's a story to show just like how little I knew about cats is so Joey, it was his opening night of Marnie the day we brought Marnie home. And so I was the one who brought her home and just spent the first couple hours with her. And she was just getting used to the new environment. So I was just like keeping an eye on her closely and playing with her. And then I went to the bathroom and I came back and I just heard this revving noise. And I started freaking out because I was like, oh my God, did she eat something? And it I was like putting my ear up to her and I was just like, oh my God, like what kind of electronic thing did she eat? And it was just her purring. And I was just like freaking out. But it's so funny because I I had never heard a purr before. I'm like, I knew cats purred, but I had never heard. Oh my God. That is incredible. So when I tell you like I'm like a, a newly. It's like, it's like your world went from black and white to color. Someone flipped the switch. Of course, of course. Yes. That is insane did you tell your boyfriend when he got back and did he laugh well, at i you? was like calling him and he wasn't answering no no no. i'm sorry he was on stage and you're calling him like i think our <laughs> well, cat he wasn't on stage yet but I, I was like i don't know what we had that that was that small that she ate but there's something in her and it won't turn off and i'm freaking out like t- and so i called him i called one of my best friends who is a cat lady and she calmed me down she was like you know she's just purring and then she did, we just laughed on the phone for like 20 minutes oh my god you, wow. So at that moment in time, you knew as much about cats as I know about right, dancing. Right. <laughs> well, and it's just so interesting because in the past year, like my my world has changed so much between the Ailey job and Marnie. So getting them both at, around the same time, it's just been like, like my, my I feel like my world has gone in, into so many different forms of color that I didn't even know existed.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Final question before we wrap up. Is there anything you'd like to say to Marnie listening at home? I, I feel so bad. Um... I feel like with work, I I put in a lot of hours, and then I'm also on the road a lot too, and I know same with Joey, and so I I think we just always feel bad that we can't spend as much time with Marnie as we want, so I would just say to her, like, I'm sorry, but thank you for being there and loving us when we are. You know, she understands. Cats understand these things. All right, it is time for our shout-outs, and today we're sending a shout-out to Dolly here in New York. Dolly's person is named Kelsey, and we met her at a live event that we did recently. So, Dolly, thank you for being there for Kelsey, especially after bad dates with people who don't understand what it's like to have a cat. That's a thing. That's a thing. Okay, Patrick, how can people find you online if they would like to keep up with you, your dancing, your career, everything else that you're doing? If you would like to keep up with my dancing and career, you can follow Alvin Ailey on Instagram, and then you can also follow me at Peacock. Peacock. We'll link all of that on the website, as usual, uh, which is letstalkaboutcats.com, and we will put show notes, including that uh, a link to that Daily Show clip that we talked about. There will be an episode transcript, and I don't know what else. I, I sometimes go a little bit crazy in the show notes, so check it out. Let's talk about cats.com. Uh, and that's our episode. My name is Mary. My cat is Grendel. Our producer is the effortlessly graceful Lizzie Jacobs. We had production help from Virginia Laura. Our theme song is by Poingley with additional music by The English Muffins. And our show logo was created by Julia Emiliani. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time about cats. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm-hmm. 